Kuanvioma Law PLLC is 100% native owned and operated, founded by Viren Kuanvioma. Their practice areas include corporate law, business transactions, finance, economic development, gaming, casino development, online gaming, real estate, environmental permitting and approvals, telecommunications, government affairs, employment and labor relations, historic preservation and cultural resources, and energy. Kuanvioma Law is committed to making positive and lasting change in our communities as they support nonprofit volunteering. Community activism and employing Indian preference in hiring and vendor relations. It's wide and there's no the gold in the bubble, he'll win the next go round. It's boots and shafts, it's cowboy hats, it's spurs and let it go. It's ropes and the reins and the joy and the pain, and they call the thing a rodeo. Are now listening to Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks Retro. Listening to. Yeehaw, that was so good right <laughs> now. Eating corn chips. <laughs> the Carl and J Man Save the World podcast. I am your host, the five star, five diamond chef, J Man. And with me is my best friend, <laughs> Carl. Say. <laughs> Just pick my nose right now, eating some spam. And with me is uh, Billy Bob Carl, <laughs> or, or Billy Carl. Billy Carl. <laughs> and we are back with another new episode. It is episode seven already, Carl. Yeah, it is. It's it's In very episode. Season 11, we are brought to you by Kwan Vioma Law, PLLC. Shout out to our boy, Vern Kwan Vioma. And we have a brand new episode for you today. And I remember it this time that we have a special guest today. Yes. Yes. We have a special guest and you probably, uh, are kind of confused on why, uh, we were talking in that manner. We have Garth Brooks playing. It's because we're talking about uh, cowboys and Indians. We're talking about cowboys and Indians today. We're talking about a topic that we have been trying to talk about for quite some time, but yeah. we finally locked down somebody with some expertise in the area. But uh, before we talk about today, last week's episode, I believe was the, the SWAI episode, right, Carl? Yeah. Like, like, I don't know, for some reason, last week to this week feels like a whole month. And <laughs> it feels like so long ago, but I remember we were conversing and we were talking about the episode because then I think that the, the After Hours episode yeah. was a little bit more juicier. Had a little bit more heat to it. Yeah. Had a little bit more salsa. D- did you was get a little bit more caliente? Did you get any uh, messages on your end about that uh, episode? And and that was the the basis of the conversation was that we were worried about possibly getting some hate messages. Yeah. Because of our takes that we had on the art scene and swaya and etc. And I did get a response from somebody. Although it wasn't directed towards me, it was directed towards you. Oh, really? Somebody accused you of uh, hating artists. Which is true. <laughs> <laughs> I can admit that. <laughs> and it, it's funny, you know, because like that, I, I was so worried about what, what I had said. And yeah. I thought that people were going to come at me angry with pitchforks and flaming torches. But, uh, and then maybe somebody was, you know, but they probably didn't come to me or to you with that. Well, voice. okay. To clarify, I'm pretty sure that person has not listened to the full episode. He just probably heard bits and pieces of it and probably was just sort of, uh, um, pick and choosing his own, own way of, uh, the, our conversation. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. And so I, I never said that I never hated artists. I just said that I just don't like the way that art is formed now, like how we, how we choose art as a means of, uh, selling and, uh, making just money basically off of, or like basically selling our culture for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I said. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. Well, that's practically what I said too. Yeah. And so I guess we were, for once we were kind of on par on, with on, on par with, with one another, but shouts out to AJ, who was a special guest last week. And this week, we do have another special guest. Yes, we do have and a hence, special guest. Hence the country music. We're yeah. talking about cowboys. And Indians. Well, rather, we're talking about Indians that are cowboys. Yeah, Indians that are cowboys. You know, This is our Hopi Ranching episode. Yeah, I, I've always wanted to do a Hopi. You've been, I've always wanted. I've always this wanted to. Right. Yeah, I've always wanted to do a Hopi ranching episode. I just don't know. And, I, and you know, I see the cows and the horses and stuff. Well, like well, that. you know, the rancher that we 
have had on the podcast before. And I don't even know if he listens to us anymore because then, <laughs> yeah. you know, like things have been kind of going a little bit downhill as of late. But uh, shout out to Suleyma. Yeah, Suleyma. I, I, I yeah. believe that he he comes from a ranching family and, you know, he's probably somebody that could have easily came on to knowledge. the, yeah. And then about that remember that, remember that episode where he was just picking on me all that yeah. time. Suleyma, <laughs> you're... I'm I'm better now. <laughs> so if you're listening to this episode, you know, uh, give us a shout out. Maybe we might bring you back on for mm-hmm. another uh, for the part two. Yeah, part episode. two. Yeah. But I, I think that you know, kind of one of the reasons why we've been wanting to have this conversation is because ranching is something that happens on the reservation. Something it that happens, happens on the Hopi reservation. Yes. So on my drive that I take daily between. Munkapi and Kikutsmovi, I see cows both sides of the freeway. Yeah. All the way from on the top of Hal, Hal Mesa all the way down to my village. And so there are definitely ranchers, Hopis, and Navajos. And so I think that when it comes to this idea of Hopi, most people think that we're just farmers. <laughs> yeah. And that we're just corn eaters. But rather that, you know, there's this whole other side, this whole other group of folks out there that, uh, I guess raise the beef and then, yeah. you know, and in turn, that's what you're eating in your, in between your, uh, burger buns at the <laughs> cultural center. Yeah. It's what, that's what's, um, on the menu at, um, uh, at Keems, Can- at, at Keems Canyon, the Hopi Ranch. Yeah. Hopi Ranchers or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. The ranchers beef. And so, I mean, like, I guess, I guess in a way, since Hopi was never had, or farm, or I, I should say, ranching was never part of Hopi culture. Was never part of that. It was, it was a Spanish tradition. It was, it was brought to us by Spanish brought the cows. Yeah, Spanish brought the cows. Spanish they brought, brought the, the Yeah, they brought the sheep. They brought, they brought, the, brought the pigs. They brought they yeah, brought they, the yeah, and they brought all of these different things in addition and, to the olenzi mansan. Yeah, mansana. You know, and, and traded and basically tried to uh, convert us to Christianity, Catholicism, or Catholicism, and. I guess in a way is that I, I view I view ranching in a way is that I guess it's sort of like secondhand thing. I mean, like it's not hopiish in a way. Like it, you have a priority list. Yeah, I have a priority list. You know, there's and each each item is has weight to it. Yeah, and the highest of weight is probably like the farming. Or yeah, like you know, hopies and farming go hand in hand together. Or the Instagram pictures you like to take. <laughs> hashtag Hopi Life. That's top of the o- list. OnlyFans. My subscription is on the top of the list there. So and then farming's. I mean, ranching's after that. <laughs> and then I see ranching as not a Hopi tradition. Although, you know, we have Katinam that represent cows. Wow. You know, yeah, we have. Uh, there is like carvings of a uh, pichuti katina, you know, Hawaii katina. Yeah, like uh, chickens and stuff. Fish katina. Yeah, we have a fish katina and and wait, so wait, whale katina. <laughs> but <clears throat> I, I guess I just don't see ranching as part of Hopi. I just I just don't see it as a means to be Hopi. Well, when you brought this topic up, you know, kind of what the first thing that came into my head was, I guess, really kind of this idea of uh ranching culture yeah and you know how it's kind of today in today's society it's kind of popularized by certain television shows you know two that pop off the top of my head is yellowstone which is a really popular show yeah that people are always social media about or um the ranch you know ashton kutcher there's a tv show called the ranch it's on netflix (laughs) and both those shows are about ranching families because then you know and the other thing, too, that kind of made me think about, you know, because ranching is kind of like, it's almost like, I don't know if you'd call it like a niche. Like, like, like it's not something that everybody does. Yeah. Because then when you think about growing up at the day school, right? Everybody, all the little boys, everybody had some sort of field that they were yeah. tight. Yeah. Whether that was their own family field or Gua's field or something like that. So everybody farmed in, in, in some capacity. Yeah. But then not everybody was a cowboy. <clears throat> and then there were a few kids that would come to school with cowboy boots on and things like that. But then we used to make fun of them. Yeah. Because they were a small population. I, I guess they were... 
I guess they look different than us, you know. And, they, and the fact too is that we associated ranching with the Navajos, yeah. Because then you know we didn't know a lot of Hopis that had, had horses, had cattle. yeah, had horses, and, cattle, and so it, it seemed to be more prominent with the Tasavos. And so that we kind of associate it more with them. So if you wore cowboy boots, you were a Navajo. Yeah. Or if you had the big buckle or if you had the hat, you were a Navajo. Yeah. And so I think that it was kind of something that was under our noses, but we didn't realize that it was there. And we associated it with another group of people. I And then not understanding that, you know, our own people participate in this as well. I, uh... I remember, uh, I remember Kwa used to tell us that long time ago, they really never had um, like cows, cattle, or like uh, like horses, a lot of horses. They would have sheep though. Mm-hmm. Like sheep mm-hmm. was very, very prominent. Yeah, that was Yeah, that was, was yeah, it was very, very prominent here on the Hopi Reservation. And when the, I guess during the reduction back in the late 30s and 40s I believe Some, something something like similar like that you know and it's I guess that's when you know the depression was hit you know the people were their livestock they couldn't feed them much and so they just basically had to reduce their livestock mm-hmm. and eventually I I don't see I don't see a family out here that has sheep I don't mm-hmm. think there's anybody out here that ranches sheep alone because we're always looking for sheep for like, you know, baby namings and for weddings, divas, weddings. but yet there's nobody out here. We, make, we go to yeah, the Navajo side. Yeah, we go to the Navajo the side. I mean, if you really want to make money, you know, herd some sheep, gather some sheep. Make, Put your paco down and go yeah, and make that sheep happen. And man, you'd be making bank every year, every year, something happened like that. And, you know, but then it, I guess in talking about the ranching culture. Because I, I've I've never written a horse yeah. outside of the carnival. <laughs> and so I don't understand what that process is because then, um, and I guess really, you know, that probably for a lot of us, it's, it's really not understanding what that life, what that lifestyle is like. Yeah. Because then it's like our only insight is what we see on TV. Yeah. And then so when you think about like shows like Yellowstone or you think about um, the ranch, it's it's all pahanas. Mm-hmm. They're all pahanas. And this is their lifestyle, their their life. Their livelihood. And goes yeah. With their, and usually most of the time it's, it's the cows, it's the cattle. Yeah. And so whether those do good or bad on a given year determines their lifestyle, whether yeah. they have money or not. And, and so, but then I guess, you know, these shows do a really good job of making that lifestyle seem cool. Like the fact that there's pride in this type of work, because then, you know, you got to wake up butt crack in the morning and then you got to do all of these chores to make sure that everything's going on course. And then in turn, that makes you tough because then, you know, you're doing this physical work all day long. You got the rough hands, you got the uh, physical build, the physique, just because you're outside doing all of this stuff. And then the fact that it makes you a badass because then if somebody tries to mess with you, you could probably kick somebody's ass (laughs) because then you're you're dealing with cattle all day long. And then on top of that too, the other cool thing too, that seems cool at least is learning how to ride a horse because then you have all that skill set. I have a brother that uh, inherited the life of a rancher through marriage. And mm. so it was his, it was Mewi and her family that, that, had, was doing that. that had the ranching lifestyle. And so he married her and then all of a sudden he's a cowboy. And then he, you know, he's kind of <laughs> telling me of all the, all the effort that goes into it. And even just breaking, breaking a horse in, he said that you can't break a horse in if you have a job and then yeah. you're just going, seeing that horse for an hour a day. He was telling me like, it's a, it's so a full-time process because you got to yeah. get this horse used to what it is that you're trying to get them to do all week long. And then as soon as you miss a few days, then you're going back to square one mm. to whatever it is that you're trying to get this horse to do. And then even just the art of uh, putting the saddle on, there's a yeah. whole process behind that. And so it, it's definitely uh, something that... A lot of us don't know about, and I guess hence that's why we got the special guest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, yeah, I, I'm interested. In, I, I'm interested in the lifestyle because of the shows, because the shows yeah. make it seem so cool, and then you kind of wonder. I think that I'm a pretty tough guy. You know, I, I've handled <laughs> some adversity. You know, I spend. There have been times where I spent 
all morning at the cornfield. And so, you know, do I have the fortitude, I guess, to be to able be to, a rancher. To, to handle this? Yeah. And so, but then, you know, because, you know, social media is such a prominent thing. And then you, the, for the few people that I do know yeah. that are Hopis that do come from ranching families, you know, they talked about getting kicked. Oh, by yeah. The cows or by the horses. I, I rem- or just backing the truck in to, to get the trailer on the hitch. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that, if that I don't know if that, if I want to do that. any of that stuff on Yellowstone or on the ranch. <laughs> like that, 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 that don't sound like fun to me. You know, my, my influence, I, I've always wanted to ride a horse. I wrote, I rode a camel at the, the, the <laughs> state fair. So I'm a camel rider. You know, I can put that on my resume. You're, you're, you're a Middle oh. Eastern guy. Yeah. <laughs> can put that on my resume. I'm an elephant and a camel rider, you know. <laughs> and and so, I mean, like, I've always wanted to own a horse. And the reason why is because I remember that uh, movie Spirit. Remember that movie Spirit? The cartoon, with, movie? The cartoon movie? I thought that was so cool, you I've know. Back, yeah, I thought that was so cool. And the music was like, you know, oh, man, Elton John has this thing down to a T. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I wanted to ride that horse. You know, Gua's talking about his glory days, you know, riding horses mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then and it, it got to me. I was like, man. And then and then I, I was like, how, how much is a horse? So I started doing research on it. Yeah. You know, how much is a horse? And yeah. it's not too much for a yearling. Okay. Or whether, whether they call it a yearling or whatever they call it. Okay. And uh, and then, but but to raise it, I guess it's it's super expensive. I mean, it's like you're not because they you don't let it out. You basically, if you want to train it, you don't. Yeah. You don't let it out to graze. You basically keep it in the pen. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, really? you're you're spending like food, medicine, oats, apples, whatever. Really? And man, and you have to ride that thing every day, pretty Jesus much every Christ. day. Yeah, just so you can it can get used to you. Yeah. I remember one of my dads. Uh, one of my dads. He was saying t- he was saying that uh, one of his horse bit him. One of his horses oh, really? bit him, and the way that you do that, you treat that is that you just basically punch the horse. Really? Yeah. And you you punch the horse right square in, in the, the mouth. Balls, no, in the mouth, basically. In the mud. Yeah, no. the in the face, basically, just like like forcefully hit the the you know the 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 animal, oh, really? the horse. Really? So he won't do that again. I'm like. Like if that thing bit me, I'd be scared for life. You know, I'm not a puncher guy. From what I know about you, Carl, if that thing bit, bit you, you'd be dead. <laughs> so I get like gangrene or something <laughs> like that. My arm fall off. I need to go treat it because I was scared. You definitely CC your pants for sure. <laughs> well, you know the the one thing too that I kind of. Uh, that's always been aligned with with the ranching lifestyle, and yeah. it's, it's prominent through Yellowstone, the ranch, and all of the country songs. Yeah, is that uh, the alcoholism, and so the, that part always <laughs> kind of enticed me, you know, because every time I watch the ranch, it's like, damn, I want a beer, because like every scene they're freaking drinking, and so <laughs> get some moonshine going, get some hopey moonshine here, beer, beer and whiskey, beer and whiskey, beer, and, beer and whiskey. Yeah, so that, know, that's why I only drink whiskey now. Because, you know, I've always wanted to like uh, do the cattle drive because i seen city slickers yeah remember that movie city slickers i think i seen the second one yeah the city slickers man i was like always wanted to do like that and i think that's the one you're referencing right yeah the city slickers yeah yeah where they do the cattle drive they're city boys yeah yeah and so i i mean like I've, I've always wanted to do that but we have no clue no we don't we have i have no idea as about you, like as ranching. You all can yeah tell all my knowledge comes from uh from, cartoon from, shows from tv from cartoon shows and uh country TV. songs yeah country songs basically TV and country songs you know and so i don't know what the real ranching like is out here all i can say is that ranching is not for me that's the reason why i have my opinions of like it's not important to me. Definitely. Yeah. So we're going to, uh, we're going to take a quick break for, uh, for one of our sponsors here. And I believe, oh, I didn't know we had enough sponsors. Yeah. To the, do yeah. We'll, we'll take a break for the, what was it? The Juniper outposts, outpost lady out there. So, uh, yeah, sit tight, relax, enjoy our 30 minute, uh, um, I, I love it when you talk yourself into a hole. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make sure that our you know our guest is it's properly not, it's seated. Not hard, Carl. You're not saddling a horse. Carl. Okay, you're, you're just transitioning. All right. Well, thank you. Okay, just listen. Just listen to the ad. Okay. Just shut up, Carl. Juniper Outpost Boutique, located in Mesquite, Nevada, is thrilled to help support the quality content 
brought to you by Carl and J-Man. Saving the world isn't easy, but at Juniper Outpost, they make great gift giving and finding that special item you don't need but have to have all too easy. They value supporting local artists and small batch vendors from throughout Arizona, Nevada, and Southern Utah, and in providing products from folks trying to make the world a better place. Juniper Outpost invites you to stop on by on your way through. Visit them first on Facebook or Instagram at Juniper Outpost Boutique or their website, www.juniper-outpost.com. And we're back. We're back from commercial break. And uh, introducing, we actually have a cowgirl. Yeah, we actually have a cowgirl. Rather than a cowboy. And so we would like to welcome Ada to the podcast. So Ada, please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Ada Joseph. I'm Corn Clan from Tewa Village. Perfect. And uh, you're you're basically a rancher a girl. girl. Yeah, a rancher girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, you've been doing this how long? Mm, since I could walk, basically. A, a good long? Like how many years? Like since you were born? Yeah. Okay. All right. So. so so, based off of the conversation that Carl and I had earlier, how accurate were we to the life of a rancher? Pretty accurate, I would say. Like when you were talking about how... The cowboys would go to school and kind of be bullied for wearing clothes that were different. That's how I felt. Oh, no kidding. Really? So yeah. you experienced that yourself? So you were bullied as a girl when you were went to school? I was, but then I stopped wearing my boots. Oh, really? Yeah, I wouldn't really tell my friends when I would go to the ranch. I would just say, oh, yeah, I went to town this weekend, but... <laughs> I was well, really at the ranch. Well, well, you know what I find ironic is that, you know, as, as kids, this is something that we did was that we would pick on all the, the kids that came to school with yeah, their boots yeah. on. But then now it's like, as we're older, fair time rolls around and all the girls are all hot for all the guys that are in the rodeo. Yeah, so no kidding. Like, so it's like my, how times so have changed. I had to, I had to buy boots. <laughs> Car, Carl's a Just, buckle bunny. <laughs> So just uh, just so I just so I can get some looks. And so Ada, can you share with us um, what your experience with ranching is? Like like is it something that's in the family, or do you yeah. know somebody that ranches and you just decided to help them, or what 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 is your experience and background in ranching? Um, it's something that's in the family on both sides, my mom and my dad's side. So during the weekends when I was growing up, we would either be at my grandpa's ranch or my dad's ranch. Or my soul's ranch. Ah, legacy. So she's so, a legacy. So what what happens at the ranch? Because every time I think about, you know, because like my brother was like, oh, we're going to the ranch. Like, yeah. I think that, you know, they're just sitting on those fences and just watching the cows <laughs> as they walk. Like have their chew, their they chew, in their, chew in their mouth. And they got a Paps or a Bud Light in their hand. And uh, I, re I remember. I, the I just, I just kind of think about like, you know, it rained yesterday. It rained today. <laughs> Don't know it's going to rain tomorrow. With a stock of wheat in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's how I believe that ranching goes. I don't know. Um, that's my television So what really knowledge. happens, Ada? So it's basically like you wake up early, back up the trailer, get the horses ready. Um, that's a long process too. It's like about an hour long. And there's hardly any time to sit on the fences. Uh, <laughs> So you don't sit on the fences? Maybe after the day, but I never <laughs> sat on the fence. Do you guys, um, I know this might sound like a jerkish thing, but do you guys have banjos and everything? Like <laughs> <laughs> or is that too hillbilly-ish? Har harmonicas. Harmonicas. Do you guys like sit around campfires and like uh, sing Kumbaya or whatever? Cook, no. cook beans cook in beans, a can. Cook beans in a can. You guys make fire. real cowboy. How does real cowboy coffee taste? I don't really drink coffee. So. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, like, like I guess my association with, um, with like ranching, with like the style of cowboyish kind of things, it goes along with like the Southwest kind of deal, like where you're out, out in ba basically out in the middle of nowhere, you know, cooking on a on, on a fire here, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's never like that, right? It's it's not like that, right? You you can cook on the fire. Um, there's days where we'll like castrate the, the, the baby calves and stuff. So, um, then we would like cook the balls and stuff. 
Can we say that on the podcast? We, we've said worse on the oh, okay. All right, I was ready to do the censor thing. You've said worst on the podcast. Yeah, probably. I just don't remember. But yeah, I mean, like, why Why do they do that? What's the purpose of that? Of castrating? Yeah. So you won't be like, have more cattle than you're supposed to have. Oh. Oh, population oh, control. Oh, population control, huh? Oh. And so I, I guess as far as like ranching, the, the primary animal is the cows. Is that correct? Yeah, they're, the heifers. The, the heifers and those are the, the females. Is, yeah. is that, that correct? See, I know a little something. and But I guess it's kind of a, a whole process because then, you know, I talking to my brother, I, yeah. I, I've learned a little bit more. And so, you know, you're kind of letting them out correctly and they're, they're grazing. And yeah. then in turn, you're trying to, I guess, be able to make them go back to where they're supposed to be. <laughs> and then so that in turn is a process. And then you mentioned the castration. Branding is another popular event that I've been told about and been invited to, but have yet to <laughs> accept the invitation. And then, you know, and I guess in turn, because a lot of what you do with the cows involve the horses. And so Ada, do you know how to ride a horse? Yeah. And, and at what age did you learn? Mm, I had my first horse when I was about three. Oh, nice. And what, what work entails into keeping a horse? Like you mentioned, the... Like, what did you say? <laughs> break, break, breaking the horses. Yeah, breaking yeah. in because most of the horses that I've had, we've had to break them in ourselves. And mm -hmm. like you said, it's a long process. It's not just like a one-hour-a-day thing. Um, so because my dad and I both work, we don't really have time to break them in. So sometimes we'll have my cousin come over and work with it, probably about four hours a day. Hmm. And, and so I, I guess kind of talking more about what Carl and I had first conversed as a rancher, as a ranching family, as a Hopi family that ranches and, you know, kind of, I guess, to a lot of what Carl's opinions were as far as not really being a Hopi thing, I guess. How, how, do, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about ranching and its place on Hopi? Well, I never thought about it that way because I grew up with it and I didn't really think of it as not being Hopi. Um, but I do see some similarities with farming and ranching as to taking care of your cattle like they're your children as you would your crops. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. And, um, and, and so like, you know, you're, do, you, I, do you name the cows then? Um, well, I name my, so <laughs> I name some, there's some that I call freckles and spots and germ. <laughs> so when you're eating hamburgers and it's, oh, we're having freckle burgers today. So, yeah. so when, uh, when you're, when you're out and about, like, you know, doing your, your ranching girl stuff, you know, your, 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 your stuff there, do you get involved with like the heavier things, like the heavier lifting, like, uh, yeah. Going like uh, the branding, like the, the branding, like uh, yeah. yeah it, it's is it? Have you ever been kicked by a cow or yeah. a calf? You have been kicked. I've been kicked. How yeah. does it feel? The last time I've been kicked was probably three months ago. Oh really? Yeah. And uh, you, how how much does that hurt? Yeah. Mm, not not too much. I think it's just like the adrenaline rush, where you don't really feel it, but then. You go home and there's like a big bruise on your chest or something. <laughs> Have you been bitten by a horse? Yeah. Oh, really? It didn't hurt too much. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt? No. What, what did you do? Did you punch the horse too? No, I don't punch my horses. I just flick their nose. Oh, really? Yeah. So they can, so they just keep biting you? No, they don't bite. Oh, they don't bite. Yeah. So, so what is the funnest thing that you like about ranching? Mmm... I don't know. Is it is it just the open air? Is it like the like you're outside all the time? Mm. Or is it just like the the general adrenaline that you're getting because you're uh, outside with the livestock? Well, I think the funnest thing is like the end of the day when everything is done. You feel accomplished. Yeah. What's the hardest thing? The hardest thing about ranching is probably the lack of help sometimes and the drought. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That we didn't mention the drought about the 
you know, the, the cattle, the livestock and the drought itself. Are you, were you forced to, uh, reduce, uh, reduce your livestock? Um, it almost got to that point where we were thinking about it, Yeah, but we kind of had like a family meeting on how we could deal with it. Um, but I think we did get rid of some, but we gave them to other local ranchers. Because, uh, well, I, I think that it was probably like around 2020, maybe, Carl, that, yeah. that the Hopi tribe issued, I, I don't know what you would call it, but they, they were saying that ranchers in certain sections yeah. had yeah. to reduce their livestock by X percent. Yeah. And in some areas, it was 100%. Yeah. They had, they had to, to get really rid reduce of everything. And, you know, and, and that's something that I don't know because then, you know, like, at least from what I've learned from my brother, my brother's like my whole source of understanding of this is that, you know, that the, the purpose, I guess, is is at some point you're going to sell these cattle off yeah. to make money. And then it's kind of a, a circular progression that just to start and do it all over again, kind of similar to farming. And at least from what he shared with me is that, you know, you're not going to become rich off of this, that at best you're going to break even and then, you know, not lose money. But then, so my assumption is that you do it because like that, maybe it's something that you've always done X amount of generations uh, far back that this is what we do. This is what our family does, that there's pride in it. And, and so I, my, my guess is, is that's why they do it. And from what I've heard too, also from other folks is that as time goes on, others, new people jump in the game and want to be ranchers as well. But then I guess, you know, for some of these newer, newer ranchers is that there's this misunderstanding of ranching as it relates to the land, like, because we're going to ranch, but we still have to take care of the land Yeah, yeah. because then a common a common phrase that I've heard consistently as it involves ranching is that our lands, our reservation lands, our Hopi lands weren't built for grazing. No, no. And so as a result of all of the ranchers and all of the ranching and all of the grazing that it's, it's shaped the land differently than how it used to be Hisa. And so as, as a result, you know, a lot of the cattle, they're eating a lot of indigenous plants that have a hard time growing yeah. back and, you know, all of these other things that I don't know as well. But I guess, you know, Ada, can you kind of uh, share with us why your family continues to do this or why is there uh, a reason for a lot of ranching families to, to continue to ranch despite, you know, all of the hardships that have been thrown against you, such as the drought or even things like the tribe getting involved in trying to make you guys reduce your cattle? Um, like you said, it's kind of something that we've always done and it's something that we know. And also it's kind of what is putting me through school um, that I don't have any like type of scholarships or anything. So that's kind of what I use as tuition money. Yeah. Okay. So, so basically uh, ranching in your, basically in your world, hence on you quote unquote, your world. Uh, it's all about the money, right? It's all about the, it's all about like ranching is all about money, trying to get as much money for the, the cattle that you have. Right. Well, I wouldn't see it that way. But it is that way, right? Because you, you go and sell as as much cattle to basically feed your family. Yeah, but sometimes we don't sell the cattle. So what do you sell? What 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 is being sold? It is the cattle, but like we don't sell all of it. Yeah, but it's basically what you're raising, raising it for, right? You don't... Do you raise it for like the, the meat itself too? Do you guys butcher and, yeah. and uh, sell it? Do you sell the meat as well too? We keep it. You keep it? Yeah. So it would be more, I, I don't know. I don't know. It would be more profitable <laughs> if you start like a. No, I mean, we do sell some of it, but we don't sell all of it. Oh, okay. I don't know where you got to just thinking about money all the time but, for but, some reason. I mean, like, <laughs> like all of these episodes consecutively, <laughs> like you're asking AJ, like, oh, well, how much money did you make? Was it worth going over to the fair if you're only making this much money? No. Now I, you're grilling Ada. It's like, oh, everything's for the money, right? <laughs> like. No, I when I when I see ranching, like I know because it's it's not a lifestyle that you're gonna keep the cattle forever. Yeah, and then so it is for the money, basically. You're, it's you're, basically like the steers is what goes, the heifers stay. 
yeah. effort stage. Yeah. See, it, you're you're basically trying to raise money. It's the same way as like an artist, like a doll carver, right? It's basically the same thing. So that's in my mind, that's well, basically the same thing. Well, if you listen to the country songs, and they'll tell you that they do it for the love of the game, <laughs> and they don't do it for yeah, Carl. It's the money helps the game to keep playing keep going on. So that's the reason why they do it. <laughs> So that's that's basically what I'm I'm just kind of comparing. I'm I'm basically just comparing. You obviously don't listen to George Strait. I, I don't listen to George Strait. So, but then you know, because uh, Ada, you did kind of mention this to me in a side conversation that we had, and I, I do know that you know just through through conversing with other folks that you know this does happen that you know once in a while that the cattle does accidentally get into somebody's cornfield and then yeah. in turn you know a lot of damage is caused. What what is the relationship like then? with ranchers and farmers out here on Hopi? I really think that farmers don't really like ranchers because of the, they're always getting in, like breaking the fences and stuff. Um, but we haven't had an issue with that because because our ranch is further out there. So I don't really know too much about that part. Have you ever had any cattle get into your field, Carl? Uh... No horses, wild horses. Oh, really? Yeah, no kidding. But that's on the Nabato side. Though. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess uh, these wild horses come from the Nabo the Nabato side. They'll basically go or like go into the wash, come out, and then start eating. Yeah, we we shot like two two of them horses. Yeah, really? and then the what are the HLES guys said that yeah you can shoot them. Oh, really? Yeah, so we just we shot them. My dad had cows get into his field one time. Oh, really? I think he got lucky because they only ate the leaves. Uh, so the corn still still came still out. Still good. I remember. There are a lot of wild horses around too. Yeah. Yeah. We should try to catch one. A wild horse? Yeah. Have, had have ourselves you- through cowboy school. <laughs> <laughs> so ride that buckaroo. We're going to show Woo! up to recording the podcast with broken arms and <laughs> black guys. Caught my first wild stallion today. Here, I'll try to name be like spirit. <laughs> I have a horse named Spirit. You had a horse named Spirit. I have one right. Or now. Or you have a horse named yeah. Spirit right now. So how how many head of cattle do you have right now? You don't know. What's that? <laughs> illegal information. Illegal information. Yeah. That is illegal information. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what's so illegal about that we have more than we're supposed to right now don't worry nobody listens to podcasts anyway so <laughs> so let's just say between the numbers of 30 and 40 yes or no <laughs> Carl. Uh, is so- that a yes or no question <laughs> like 30 okay so why why and then why is it, you know, I guess, why have that many, why have that many, uh, if it, if it's something that it's illegal, then why have it? What, what's the legalization behind it? Is it's it because the, the calves just dropped. So that populates like more. Okay. Is and it, is it, is it pretty common for, for people to have more than they're supposed to? Yeah. Especially is- when the cows just dropped. Because then that, that's something you can't control, right? Yeah. The, the fact that the. The, the the cows get pregnant and uh, and just, then they have babies I, and I guess it's too valuable to just discard and then to have that population yeah and then to, that's when you would go and give it away mm-hmm. I I just remembered HLES listens to this episode so Ada if you get a knock on your door <laughs> get Carl in the balls and castrate him for, no for no I problems. I mean like I mean. I guess, I guess in a way, I guess, I, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, making it legal and illegal as, as far as, as far as like ranching goes and how much you're supposed to have in a way, is that, is that something that you guys try to avoid or is it just something that you guys always been doing? Wait, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my paper. Like, uh, okay. Uh, like. Like having more cattle than you're supposed to have. Has that always been like that? No. No. It's just just kind of random spur of the moment. But um, yeah. so what do you do? Do you call up HLES and then say that, hey, we've got more cattle no. than usual? She just said they give them away. Yeah, you. that's when we like round up and 
get the ones that we don't need. Yeah. And take them to Sun Valley. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, Carl. Do See, you, do you, do you feel t- better now? I feel better now. I feel. I feel better now. I feel. I. Well, I don't know how I feel about you. I'm kind of feeling like you're a narc right now, so <laughs> I'm not too feeling comfortable with you. You break and my all, desk, and then all of the information that I you, share with you personally. So yeah, because <laughs> you guys are doing illegal things. God. Damn it. <laughs> just kidding. Did you no. even grow up out here? Uh, no, I didn't. I, grew yeah, in, I don't think you did either. I grew up in the city. Yeah, you grew up in your room. That's where you grew up in. You never came outside. <laughs> My room is legal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I guess that's what I'm saying. I guess, I guess, uh, have you, have you ever had veal, you know, veal? Yeah. Kill the baby cow. Have you ever had like a... Uh, like protesters come over and say that, hey, meat is bad for you. No. All right. <laughs> I guess that only happens in the cities or something. But, well, you know, kind of one of the things that I, I wanted to cover is because, you know, like I said, what I was talking about before is that you like all these television shows, it popularizes ranch life. Yeah. The fact that, you know, the shows make it seem so cool for all the reasons that I said earlier. And, you know, because then, you know, there, there are certain products that, I guess, market themselves through these TV shows just to, you know, get people to buy their stuff. And so like a uh, cart heart, I think is one. And, and so it's like, you're not an official cart uh, cowboy unless if you, you, if you have, you have that, if you have that product. And I guess it's funny to me because then, you know, like, I mean, I don't know everybody's life, you know, but then I feel like yeah. everybody puts enough of their life on social media that I feel like I know their life. And I see some people wearing this and it's like, you live in Phoenix. Like, (laughs) you're not ranching in Phoenix. And so I I guess Ada, as somebody that comes from the lifestyle, like, like, how do you feel about people that you see that kind of dress the part, but don't don't live that that don't do the work to earn it? I don't really have an issue with it. Um, But. For me, like mostly everybody that I know that ranches doesn't really wear that type of stuff. It's mostly like behind the stuff. Jeans. It's, it's just for fans of Yellowstone and the ranch. <laughs> so do you, does everybody in your family wear like tight skin, tight jeans, boot cut? What, what's, what's the, what's the uniform of a rancher? Um, boots, jeans, big buckles. Kind of like when we were growing up, we would call them like our ranch clothes, play clothes, whatever. And that's what we would wear to the ranch. Flannel. Lots of yeah. flannel. Lots of flannel. You guys don't have overalls or anything. I have overalls. <laughs> <laughs> I do have overalls. You have overalls? Yeah. I have like about five pairs of overalls. So has anybody taught you about like the history of like Hopi ranching? Do you know anything about the history of Hopi ranching? Like, no, Like the really. first Hopi rancher? Or? Yeah, like the first Hopi rancher. No, no, nobody has taught you anything like that, because I don't know. I don't. I don't know how ranching really began on here. All I know is just that it was brought over by the Spanish, and we just kind of uh, sort of adopted that that trait there by the Spaniards. Per my readings, okay. <laughs> <laughs> per per my readings, I I feel like that that you know kind of you were right as far as you know what you said about the the sheep that, yeah. that was kind of what was the most primary thing that that was ranching and then i think slowly they started incorporating uh like like a cow here and there a horse here and there but then uh uh burros were were, were a big thing oh donkeys. yeah donkeys donkeys were a big thing and so you don't see those anymore out here anywhere mm. and so but then those were kind of some some popular things but then for some reason like you said that like a lot of hopis just abandoned um Raising sheep. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, because I've always, and you and I have had this conversation that that, that would always be uh, a successful enterprise. Like, if that's all you did, it was just raise sheep because then, and and then if everybody knew it too, then they would just go to you. Yeah. You'd because be making, then you're already out here. Yeah. You're because making bank from like that. Like nowadays, like you got to go to uh, Tuba Flea Market and just hope that you, somebody's You have to be there. on Facebook. Or you got to drive fucking way out in the fucking middle of nowhere to some Navajo family's ranch yeah. and then, you know, get it that way. So like if you're a Hopi and then, you know, this is something that you're going to do then, you know, it, it would be profitable, especially knowing that you're probably one of the only ones out there doing it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like, it would be very more, it would, I don't know. It, and it my would, corn sisters can't seem to stop popping them out. And so, you know, there's always a need for the hey. sheep. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry about that. So 
I'm sorry about if I'm uh, making that population grow. Yeah, you had nothing to do with the corn side. You don't leave your room. (laughs) It's legal there. That's fine. (laughs) No, I I mean, like, uh, it would be more profitable to raise sheep out here and to sell to like the weddings and to the, you know, baby namings. Cause mm-hmm. there's every, 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 every hope out here needs baby names. They don't need sheep. I mean, they don't need cows. They don't need cows to do the baby naming. They need a sheep. Well, you know, when I did get married that I took a cow over. Oh, really? Rather than the customary sheep. So. Did you buy that at uh, Bash's? I, I, I felt pretty, pretty uh, Yellowstone-y that, that Was that Bash's, uh, <laughs> Bash's st- stuff? It was Kuppi local ground. <laughs> But again, I mean, like so the res famous wife had steaks for days after that. <laughs> so, Ada, you know, like I guess, I guess, in a way, you have been ranching for, you know, the better part of most of your life. Is this something that you want to do for the rest of your life? I would think so. Yeah. So you would like to keep this tradition alive, in yeah. a way. If you had kids, you would raise your kids to be ranchers. Yeah, I want to live like on a farm with cows, horses, sheep, goats, chickens, pigs. Man, like Yellowstone or the city slicker style. You know, I it's I, I guess as you say that, it kind of makes me think because then you know, like in my younger years, right? Yeah. Like, like before the yeah. famous wife, like being in high school or even you know a little bit after that, it's like you'd run into people. And then you'd run into ladies that you kind of would develop crushes on. And yeah. Like there were certain ones that I knew it's like, man, I have absolutely no shot with this one because even if she's interested in me, yeah, I can't fucking hack that lifestyle because <laughs> then like, you know, that the family is going to expect you to help in some way. And it's like, I never grew up living this lifestyle. So how am I? gonna get adjusted to this and i asked you this one time ada this question but like being a ranching girl how how does that change your perspective on men like like do you only find ranching men attractive or yeah could you could you see a guy like like these 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 men that try to be uh social media influencers do you think that they're like like, carl I wish I was a social media influencer. Do do you think that they're the opposite of, you know, what what a man is or? I don't know. Um, I've dated, I've dated kind of a nerd before. Oh, really? A nerd? (laughs) What are you labeling now or what? This is 2022. You're not supposed to be labeling. You asked me. (laughs) One of you asked me if I would date a nerd. Okay. All right. Go ahead. But I did date a nerd before and. I noticed that I did know a lot more than he did. And at first I was okay with it. But then after a while, I realized that I would need more. I would need to be provided with more. More more muscles and more knowledge of <laughs> more yeah. outside stuff. Because like what you said, my dad would expect them to go to the ranch and do all these things yeah. with him. Yeah. But what if he's a, if he's a such a, it, well, okay, okay. So well, what if you, he has the highest score on Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs> what if he has unlocked every level on Call of Duty and he's like, and his gamer name is like the Black Hammer or something. What if he's won five fantasy championships in a in row? Fantasy football. In a row. Nobody has ever done that. <laughs> Would you still go out with him? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if. Would you choose like a, I guess like a successful person, like a, a successful person in their field, but he doesn't do ranching. Would you, would you opt for that? Or would just basically just something like, uh, oh, this is a, a guy that might, you know, he, you know, he does drugs on the side, but he helps out at the, at the <laughs> at ranch, the <laughs> you know, is it, is it something like that? No. <laughs> this Honestly, is, this is actually true things. These are. Like what, drugs? Yeah, like people do drugs all the time and then they'll go out and help at the ranch. I mean, I wouldn't. To be honest, I wouldn't be with a cowboy. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Are they a little too rough around the edges or, or what's, what's the deal Like what with you that? mentioned, it's a lot of alcohol and... Oh, really? Oh, so that really? Is and a lot of them that I know are players. That, that's oh, true. Really? Oh, really? Players, man? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, you and I got into Ranching. the wrong I know. Wrong how, how do you... <laughs> where do you get your Carhartt boots at? 
What store do you go to get your... These are car hard boots. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Your Dustin or Justin boots? Justin boots. Yeah, I mean, like, it's so strange because I... I see like cowboys and cowgirls as like their own genre of things. I don't see them as, to be honest, when I, when we were in high school, when I was in high school, uh, I would see them as like, like their own gang, basically. Like they're not normal people. Like why would you wear skin tight boots and uh, like jeans and boots? Like, they're not real people. Like you know they they don't they don't associate with you because you're not talking about like you know hay and uh, like cattle cattle driving and stuff like that. And it's kind of hard to talk to them. I remember one time like like the rest of us are eager to get out of school yeah. so we can go get high. Yeah, and, and but then they want to go home so they can practice roping. It's like <laughs> I remember we don't I, speak the same language i i remember uh we were in gym class and we were getting ready and this one boy i asked him uh and this was around halloween he's like what do you want to be for halloween we're asking each other and he's like i'm gonna be a rodeo clown (laughs) and i'm like rodeo clown and i I, because i i was taken back i was like i was i had no idea what a rodeo clown was yeah and so he's like yeah like you know my family's big into rodeo and i'm like is that what you want to do is like and he, the next day we were supposed to come in costumes and he was actually dressed as rodeo clown. And he had your power Rangers. And I had my on. power Rangers costume on. I'm like, you should be the power ranger. And he, you no, know, he's like, uh, when I grow up, I want to be a rodeo clown. And I'm like, that's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I mean, it, it, it really does interest me. Cause like when I do see it, cause like recently I had to, to get a sheep. For, yeah. for my son and so yeah we got it from our in-laws and like that I had to drive way out in the middle of nowhere and then when i got there to get the sheep it was really like i don't know like i really i admired it because then there was a young boy that they got oh he'll help you get it and then so he went to the pen that all the sheep were in and then he had his rope and he was really trying to 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 rope i don't it. know what you call it lasso it or, yeah. or rope it <laughs> and you know he was struggling but then you know i was kind of watching him because because that's always goes through my mind like could, could i do this could i could am i tough enough to 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 be this and then yeah. so i was watching him and he was struggling and then it got to some point where he started chasing after them because he couldn't rope it yeah yeah and then the the father comes and he helps them and he grabs it real quick and then they do this whole process where they tie car- carry it out and they brought it to, to my truck and then the boy tied it he tied up the legs and then he was like really lifting the the sheep off the ground to make yeah. sure that the yeah. the thing was tight and like to me like I just always think about that like you're raised into this like it's a lifestyle because then like when I think about my own life nobody in my family were ranchers yeah. so there was no ranch to go to there was the closest thing was that you know one of my best the best friend of my father was a rancher and so he would take us to the ranch that's when we would just sit on the fence and watch the cows and so that's what <laughs> I thought going to the ranch meant and then you know but then really realizing that I'm probably too old to get into this game because then you know when we started watching Yellowstone that you were really into it and my brother-in-law were always talking about man we should go to cowboy school <laughs> we're gonna be the oldest kids there <laughs> with, our, with our hats on and yeah, our boots. a little hat that doesn't fit all the way trying to learn how to do it because then like that like riding a horse because then like you ate as wearing her boots learning that you know the reason why they're so smooth on the bottom of it is so that you can get in and out of the I don't know what you call it the thing on the saddle the stirrups the, the, is that what it's called yeah. the, the stirrups because then like what if you fall off yeah you don't want your foot to get caught, caught in, in the stirrups yeah. and so that's why they're built that way is yeah. so that it can slide right out because then if you get caught into it it's dragging you it could cause you know pretty Damage, bad, bad yeah. injuries yeah, yeah I've so, seen that happen before oh, wow. too Oh really? Yeah. Nice. And and like there's just a lot that goes into it and I feel like that at least from what I see and, and Ada probably will attest to that a lot of it it's physical. It is. It's, it's, it's a lot a real of physical stuff. Physical lifestyle. Yeah. And then so like that like your corn never bit your hand or your bean plants never kicked you in the chest so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh I guess I guess on my side the the opinions that I have is because Guao was a rancher. He was he was a rancher before. He he owned sheep. He owned a lot of sheep. He owned donkeys and he owned the uh, owned two horses. 
when he was younger. And then when I guess when the reduction happened, they just basically sold off all of their livestock and um, let go the uh, the horses and or gave them away basically. And he ended his uh, ranching career then. And this was before like in the 50s, I believe, 50s or early 60s. And so we never, I never got into that. I guess that mindset of like becoming like a rancher or anything like that, or like becoming like a cowboy. And so it was, it's always been farming for me. It's always been that, that mentality of like, oh, farming is more priority than raising. And it made sense to you because it was a Hopi thing. Yeah. And it made sense to me because it was a Hopi thing. And see, Kwa talks about these, these different things like, uh, with with his sheep with his horse you know he's he's talked about it but he's never really got into like oh this could have been a like a family family thing or anything like that it was just mainly what other hopis were doing at the time he his family was doing the same thing and i guess i guess in a way um i guess in a way where where like a lot of these hopis they just have to keep doing what they're doing like a lot of the ranching and stuff so again like you know i congratulate you ada for like sticking along with this and wanting to be a cowgirl or you know a rancher girl and 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 you know it, it's something i guess to me i just don't see it as as my like my personal as your thing. cup of tea as my cup of tea you know there everybody has their own cup of tea and so mine is not like oh like hopi and ranching go together which I to me I, it doesn't. The the closest to ranching you get is being playing Randall the red nosed cowboy. Is eating a in, the, in the Christmas play. <laughs> is eating ranch sauce with my pizza. That's pretty much it. So <laughs> <laughs> is eating A1 sauce is with your steak. <laughs> so you never actually really backed up a trailer? No, I've never well yeah. Mm, well that's he, he doesn't know what a trailer story. is. That's a different story. I pulled a trailer before. He, he thinks it's what he grew up in in Tuba. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never been to a ranch before. I've never been, you know, I've I've rode the closest thing to a, a horse that I've rode was a zebra at, a uh, zebra. <laughs> at the at the county fair. You know, they they had the same thing. You had a saddle on there, and that was it. The, the, I my idea was like like you know going around in a circle. Oh, I thought that was ranching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ada, is there any last words you would like to leave our listeners to? Is there any information about ranching on the reservation that you think everybody should know? It could be anything. It could be like, you know, encouraging other people. Um, I would say like if you want to do it, just ask somebody that you know who has a ranch if you want to participate in it for a day or see what it's about because my dad if you want to you know come sometime i don't mind i would like to see that i'd like to probably carl they're probably gonna gonna give him the cowboy special (laughs) and they'll probably like put him on like a big billy that horse that nobody wants to ride or something there's a lot of yelling that goes around they're really they're they're gonna put you on a horse that's not broken in but then they're gonna (laughs) duct tape you to to the saddle so that you don't fall off they're gonna duct tape your hands to the part that you hold you're just gonna be bouncing around in circles i end up in like winslow somewhere (laughs) my horse my horse doesn't really like men so oh really yeah well he'll have no problem with you carl then yeah smell like woman anyway <laughs> but thank you ada thank you so oh, much God. for your knowledge of this because i ha- i i basically didn't know I'm, I'm pretty sure there was some stuff that you didn't mention you know there yeah. was other stuff but you know time is at an issue here so do, do you this is for you carl you do you have you ever had any desire to know what this life is like or to be a part of this life no no, you just wanted to talk about it. No, I. The reason why I wanted to talk about it is because I because you wanted to tell people that it's a it's a non hopi thing. No, no, it's I, all about money, and that they do it all for the money. Basically, we all do it for the money. Like you know, if I were a rancher, yeah, I I'd be in it for the money. I mean, like there's there's like ranchers out there that like are billionaires, like millionaires because of just cattle and stuff. So well, well, you know, there there was this one this one part of Yellowstone that I found really interesting and I assume it's true, but you know, it's like they breed these 
horse competitors. Like, yeah. There's these horse competitions and, you know, they, because you can't put a horse on a plane. Yeah. So you could take these horse competitions all around the country and then you're driving like a, like a freaking truck driver all the way yeah. from Vegas to Texas, all the way up into Montana and to the Dakotas. And, you know, yeah. there's this yeah. one episode, they had all these horses loaded up in the horse trailer and the guy was like, I'll, I'll drive. And then the guy that owned the horses, he was like, there's over a million dollars of horses in that trailer. Do you think I'm going to let you drive? I drive. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then so, you know, they're driving those horses all the way from the most northernest part of the states all the way down to Vegas. They said Phoenix and then to Texas. And so, like, there's like this whole other side of it because like you know for the most part i think maybe your local rancher is just like that ranching to put food on the table yeah to put steak on other people's table and then that's pretty much it but then you know there's this whole other side competitive side because yeah. then you know we started all, with the rodeo song yeah there's, because then there's ranching right like ada there's ranching and then there's rodeo yeah like, there's a difference ranching, between rodeo. ranching and rodeo because the basis is that they involve the animals. Yeah. But then it's like yeah. ranching is the lifestyle. Yeah. Rodeo is the competing. And then is it's the... going. That that you could argue, that's for the money. That you, is for the money. You do that for the money. Well, I, I see that. Yeah, you I see that. You do that for is... the buckles. You do that for the ladies. Yeah. And, you know, things like that. And hence the song, you know, it's like just singing about, you know, losing your, <laughs> using your love to, because they love rodeo more than they love me i guess yeah i mean like uh i guess i guess in a way where i was i was talking about like if it's for the money and i believe that when you have something that that somebody wants it's always going to be about the money it's always going to have you're always going to be having money involved with it so and if you have more than did what you have did they talk a lot about money on ladmo or something like that or yeah basically <laughs> yeah but I, I guess it's just sort of like that supply and demand kind of thing. Like, you know, we, we want beef. We want to have hamburgers. We want to have like, you know, uh, you know, the steaks on the side. And so if you have something to sell, you're going to go ahead and sell it. And it, it becomes that lifestyle of like, oh, yeah, I got like uh, like $800 for a, a calf, you know, or mm -hmm. something like that. And I'm going to keep doing it because yeah. I, yeah, I'm going to, then that's basically what my mind is. It's all for the money. And I, I guess, well, I, I think that the point that you're making kind of like, like you can get wealthy from ranching. Yeah. Not, I guess that that's kind of the part that I probably should have included is that, you know, you can get wealthy. You from, can from get ranching. wealthy. Yeah. And I guess it just depends on how and where and what you're doing it for because then Ada I guess I imagine that possibly well at least I know this is true with horses I don't know if it's true with cows but certain breeds that there there are certain breeds that yeah. just like dogs you yeah know, that certain breeds are worth more more than, than others than other yeah. breeds and so I guess that's in a way that you can do it and I don't know because in Yellowstone they practically lived in in a uh, a redneck mansion so it <laughs> seems that there's money in this yeah exactly but thank you again Ada for for taking your time out from your busy schedule and uh, if you have any you know encouraging words for us for both of us do you have any encouraging words for both of us well, I'd want you guys both to go to the ranch sometime and see how it actually is. I think I'll watch uh, Yellowstone <laughs> and then go from there. Or maybe watch Spirited. You know, the Disney animated cartoon. So thank you again, Ada, for joining us. I'll, I'll come on guys. a day when there's time to just sit on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So if you guys have gotten this far into the episode, thank or, you. Or I guess if I could take a couple of shots of whiskey first before we do the work, that way I won't feel the pain when, <laughs> when you get, get kicked, kicked in, in you get, get kicked in the head. Yeah. Maybe something might loosen up. You may have like a moment of clarity or something like yeah. that. Let's start talking like you. <laughs> If you guys have gone to the end of this episode, that's cool, man. I mean, like uh, all of our opinions are just based on our opinions and we, no offense to ranchers out there. No offense to the, the game itself, because I have no idea. I, I yeah. basically, we, we don't have any idea what ranching is all about. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of one of those things where you hear, you hear, you hear everything is yeah. kind of like external. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, you form your own opinions because yeah. well, yeah, as farmers, right. It's like, you know, it's, we. 
we don't want cows coming into yeah. our field. Yeah, yeah, do, that, that is true. You automatically develop this negative perspective on on ranchers. You hear the conversations about did overgrazing, you, and they automatically develop a. Negative did you know? Did you know that cowboy is a derogative term? Is it really? It was made for the uh, black people. You, you want to be called a cow man? That's why. <laughs> it was actually made for like these black uh, cow. They, they basically. Black slaves that were that worked the cows, worked the cows. So and they were called cowboys. They never, they never called them men. They never called they're them men because they're boys. Yeah, yeah they're, really. No yeah, so that's why they called them cowboys. But now it's cool to be called. Now cowboys. it's cool to be called a cowboy. So my wife loves that football team. Pisses me off. <laughs> Tell him that that's a derogatory term. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, if you guys want to hear our next. Um, Next round of thing for our paid subscribers, which is going to be Don't extra make it juicy. Too complicated, Carl. Remember, <laughs> extra juicy kind just, of thing. Just walk straight. Just walk straight. <laughs> extra juicy kind of thing. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead and subscribe. It's only seven ninety nine. Try a to month. spin and then twist yourself up in your own words. And <laughs> you were you were spinning. Next me thing up. you know, you're promising the world. <laughs> So if you guys want to subscribe, it's it's only $7.99 a month. Tell all your friends and family to do that because we are uh, hilarious, more hilarious on the paid episodes. If you're not following us on our social media accounts, you can find us all across the boards at Carl and J-Man. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to give us a five-star review because your podcast isn't five stars unless your Apple Podcast says you're five stars. If you're not listening, if you're listening to this on something other than Spotify, go ahead and listen to us the second time on Spotify because they are a paid sponsor. Man, you struggled through that a little bit there. I my ankle hurts a little bit. So, you know, <laughs> what you were from uh, riding the horse a little bit too much? That's why. Yeah, I was, uh, uh, out in front of Safeway. I was getting my ranch ranch legs. Didn't have a me. you had only had a dollar that of coins that you just put in. I remember that horse just going. I was helping to uh, bring. So. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening to Carl and J Man Save the World podcast. My name is Carl, and this is my best friend Jamie. So long, quack quack.